So this summer I got to fulfill one of Grant's dreams, I'm pretty sure. Um, cool. <laughs> I don't have to do it now. Eat a live lobster? <laughs> yes. Marry a lobster? <laughs> Marry a live lobster. <laughs> I'm wondering, is that one of my dreams? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt the dream revealer. And then yes. help the lobster become elected mayor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and me, baby, I'm taking you to the top. Yep. Anyway, so what am I dreaming of? This was, uh, yeah, this was out on Cape Cod, I believe I've mentioned in I previous told you. episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. the Demon's chips, Bank. As we talked right? about. There's the, the sperm bank eating the chips. The whole mm-hmm. deal. Well, our friends there uh, who live there were like, let's have a little, little. They have a, they have a daughter. Like, let's drop the kid off at the grandparents and like, let's just go have some fun. Um, how does bowling sound? And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, that sounds great. And we get to the bowling alley. It's candle pin bowling, mm-hmm. Grant. No. Aha. It's candle pin bowling. Oh, uh, Grant, you haven't lived until you held that ball in your hand like you're Andre the Giant. It's like a, <laughs> it, it makes you feel so alive. Um, yeah, huh? so the ball is the size of like a grapefruit, and there's no holes in it. You're just palming it. And the pins. <laughs> holes. Hence the name, candle pin bowling. The pins are very skinny. Uh, so you get skinny no as what? action. Like, skinny as what, Matt? Like, like a, a pencil, common household, Maybe like some sort of solidified fat with a string in it, like a tallow-based, uh, like a tallow rod. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah, of yeah, those yeah. burning tallow rods. Yeah, what kind you burn? A, an illuminated tallow rod. Um. So yeah, it was super fun. Uh, you throw three times instead of two because it's hard as hell to Shit. knock anything down. <laughs> Nothing Grant, means you would have loved it. <laughs> this is what they loved call- it. There's got to be a word, you got to strike, you got to spare, but there's got to be something where it's like, well, it took you one try, two try, three tries. What's the other, like the half a spare? That's the thing. There's got to be, be some a, other whole, dumb word. a whole slew of slang terms. Uh, Just like in know, Big Ball. insider candle pitting. Just, like, Just like, in like in Big Ball. Mm-hmm. The problem was this was so <clears throat> such an antiquated place that everything was paper. There were no no TV screens doing a little turkey animation or anything, so mm-hmm. I had no idea what, what the third one was called. I had no idea. So you had to make your own little flip book of uh, Yosemite Sam shooting himself in the foot in the corner of your store <laughs> yeah. guard for when you get a gutter ball. <laughs> doing a wrestling promo where he says thinking 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 about coming to Tulsa this weekend and he has 30 seconds he sa- it's the same yeah, content awesome. when he has 30 seconds he says at one speed and then they say you have 2 minutes and he says thinking thinking so he's, he's stretching it out so this week on the free <laughs> This week on the Free Legal Advice Podcast, <laughs> friends, uh, we have a listener-submitted topic. Mm, we have a new exalted topic, man? Well, that's the thing. So, listeners of this podcast or... Cousin J. Paul H. can go to hell. <laughs> Is this the first so. time we've had an exalted topic, man, in the year 2023? Well, that's, J. A, that's, Paul H. that's kind of the... I believe it was... I don't recognize him. It's by... by no, he's my order. Taiwan. <laughs> yes, he's the Republic of J. Paul H. Or yes. Yep. 
Uh, he's my one cousin that I do not recognize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows what he did. He knows. Matt's just letting us go because he's like, oh, God, this is great. <laughs> Matt's looking at his notes, which are, Matt's note is topic, and then the word fuck six times. <laughs> I, was, I was looking at my watch, like, are we, are we at a half hour yet? Um, so, members of Little Captain Travis, that's you, our listener. Two and a half minutes, Matt. We are always asking for your input, right? Uh, I think uh, every episode I say something about, you know, email us your topics. And many times we have said that we will read live on air anything you send us. I was listening to an old episode this afternoon while I was working, and uh, we mentioned something about we will we will read your manifesto. <laughs> and I think Grant says, no editorializing. <laughs> we will read it verbatim if you send us a manifesto. I think there was a fee associated with that one. But uh, bottom line is we're, we're saying, send us your thing. We want to know it. We want to read it. We want to talk about it. And over the years, we've had an outpouring from our listeners. But I was actually thinking, Grant, I'm glad you brought up the Exalted Topic Men. We haven't, I feel like, the well's been running a little. We used to have exalted topic men. We the uh, well, we used to Z have Brian listeners who weren't sex or some of shit. These... <laughs> right? What happened mm-hmm. to them? Did you what piss off the, the topic to men, Grant, or I don't something? Know what I did. That was your connection. You, I'm guessing you, you're stepping on the hose. You kinked that hose. I am not a hose kinker. I've never kinked a hose. Never have. Never will. We're, I like we're to think of dry all over here. All of Grant's uh, Topicman sources are like fat and and doing their dishes in the bathtub and like just <laughs> sitting on their couch, poorly <laughs> lit room, watching daytime TV. They need to get they need to get off their asses. They shake mm-hmm. a leg, boys, and well, you know, maybe what we do that is second win comeback. Now that we've been, now that we found them, maybe we go to them and we do some daytime TV. And it's like, would you like to get your degree in like? Gun repair, <laughs> nursing, being a hoggy, mm-hmm. topic submission. Yeah. Or just submit a topic. Yeah. <laughs> submit your topic or get a degree. That's more true than anything I've ever said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the other people. Yeah, that's the thing. We we haven't we haven't been getting the topics as much as we used to. Uh the well is running a little bit dry. My I don't know about you, Grant, but my beak is parched. Like my my beak, my beak uh, desires some moisture in the topic department. Your beak used to be wet as a street in a Michael Mann movie. For tax purposes, my beak's moisture has not changed. But uh, let's just say, uh, as long as Uncle Sam doesn't have his ears up against the wall here, it's uh, it's getting kind of dry over here. Yeah, that's the thing. So I'm. I have continued every episode to say, send us your topics and we'll read anything. Um, brothers, I, I think we it might be time to change that policy of the, we'll, we'll read anything, we'll take your topics. Um, but legally, the po- that policy was in place when this person sent yeah, me. Yeah, it's grandfathered in. Sent that email. It's grandfathered. I think that's like double jeopardy or something. You can't. Change the law now. And this is what causes thing. rules to be changed, Matt, is. <laughs> right. Well, let's let's get the legal eggheads working on changing that language for future episodes. But uh, as it was, as it were, as it is, a listener submitted a topic. I am here. We are here to engage in that topic. So, friends, some weeks ago, and I have been sitting on this for quite some time, and it's finally like it... it 
it deserves its moment in the sun. And even if it is a brief moment, it deserves the moment. If you send it, we're going to talk about it. I don't want to discourage people from sending. But we get an inbound from a listener who I'll call Carl. And Carl is in all caps. I'm going to read this <laughs> verbatim. Quote, for the flatman two line space. Tammy Titfuck. <laughs> two line space. I feel like there's a podcast somewhere in there. <laughs> what? Then, you know, then there's more. There's more. You know, you think about the character, phrase, idea, this glorious combination of words. Tammy Titfuck. Say it out loud. You'll see what I mean. I also like Tommy Titfuck. I picture him as one of the... <laughs> I picture him as one of the guys in the early scenes in Goodfellas when Ray Liotta is walking down the line and introducing all the mobster dudes. <laughs> yeah. And then there was Tommy Titfuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So that's our episode. If you want more of these, you can email us. Uh, we're at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> so I, I started engaging with this uh, loyal listener, and he's kind of bouncing off some different ideas to how to how to expand that. But his his whole thing is, and he's... He and I were chatting at a at a wedding actually, and I think we've I think we've actually done a decent number of this type of content, and I do love this type of content where it's like we're just kind of bullshitting on a particular. It could let's make up a historical event and bullshit on it. Let's make up a conspiracy theory and bullshit on it. And I think he's like pick he he supplied several like non sequiturs aside from Tammy Titfuck. He's like. You just say Tammy Titfuck, and then I don't know. Maybe the brothers like have to say like, "Well, who is that? What's her background? Like, tell the story about her. Build, build that character." Um, so I thought, let's turn this into like a little bit of a game. Um, I don't know if it was Ben or Grant who invented this format a little while back, but it's pretty brilliant. We're gonna have. I'm gonna plant a little seed, such as Tammy Titfuck. Two brothers are gonna. Have a they're gonna come, they're gonna enter the tit fuck pit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a quality pit right there. <laughs> Almost certainly that is false advertising, but uh, I, I would still go to a tit fuck pit. I know that's a trap, but god damn it, might not be. You play the lottery anyway. I know that you're playing me, but I'm going anyway. <laughs> Yeah. You know that it's close to a truck stop. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Pit, it's one. I'm going to check this Two out. Two brothers are going to enter the tit fuck pick, and they're mm. going to just, I mean, let's say I say an, a person, and you go, you're going to be like, oh, I know. The, here, here's what that person is and what they do. What for, you know, you're going to describe, you're going to build out that character. Both brothers do that. The third brother judges who is the winner. Okay, so we got a little bit. Gives of like, in that one. Yes. Who, yeah. <laughs> whose line is it, anyways? <laughs> the winning. rules don't. The rules are made up, and the numbers are nonsense. You know, it doesn't. That's what they, Drew Perry said every that, time. It's up to that brother's judgment. And I love whoever invented this format. I love it because it. I I have this legal distance now. Like I legally am not. Oh yeah. I'm not liable to anything that you guys are doing in the tit fuck. You're kit. the topic. I yeah. am. I'm <laughs> <Not> just. <me. laughs> I'm just planting a little. I'm gonna drop the little seeds in there. Okay. So my nuts, the way this is going to work. Can I, can I just say, my nuts are a little nervous after last week of uh, <laughs> being obliterated about made-for-TV movies. Repeatedly, yeah. Uh, I did do that. Are there penalties for being wrong? It depends on who the judge is. Depends on who the judge is. 
the combatant themselves being a judge, you know, it's going to rotate. Mm-hmm. But so it's like, oh, you're going to you're going to judge me that way. Well, guess what? It's coming it's back around. So there's this is like uh, my nuts you know, are not worried. <laughs> the separation of powers or one of those things from mm-hmm. history class, church and state that I used to teach. Uh, nuts and state. Yeah, it's yeah. government <laughs> amendments, sunspots. So we're gonna. We're gonna. Sunspots. I'm gonna just, uh, you know, like I said, drop like a little seed, and you guys will just will build that out, and the third brother will will judge. I will obviously then keep score, but uh, to determine whose nuts will be crushed by one of those things in the movies that makes the cars compacted <laughs> into like a little metal. Ooh, then you get a little cube. Nice. Yeah, nut cube. So more easily uh, stackable, transportable. Very nice. We're just gonna do a few of these. Just gonna do a few. We're gonna do people. Places, phrases, and then I got a little grab bag at the end. So, for example, we're going to start with people. Sounds like too many, to be honest. Grab bag sounds like we're talking about nuts again, or? <laughs> um, I'm going to say a person, and then in this category, in the people category, tell me, okay, you hear that name, what do you know about them? Tell me about them, what's their story? The more, the more context, the better, obviously, because uh, we still... 19 minutes left. Uh, the more context, the better. Um, and just for, as, as a practice round, we're not, even, we're not even judging, let's just do one together. Let's do Tammy Titfuck. What do we know about Tammy? We could even do this as a group. What do we know about Tammy Titfuck? Matt, I'll tell you one thing right off the top of my head is that Tammy T, uh, uh, Miss T, Miss Titfuck, sorry. Um, is it hyphenated? Anyways. Uh, I know. Uh, I know she has a chemically treated hair, uh, wears a lot of perfume, and her clothes smell of short order cook grease. That sounds about right. I, I like it being hyphenated. Like one parent was tit and one parent was fuck, and then she got. You know, right. I, I was going to call her T butt fuck tit T, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can go the other That's way. Her full That's her graduating summa her cum laude is- with an engineering. <laughs> Tammy, yes. buttfuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works, Matt, it works. If that's all we get out of this episode is Tammy, buttfuck, buttfuck, titfuck, then I think we Mrs. Think titfuck is my mother, please, Tammy. Mm. It's just fine. I, I think that uh, she is a teacher with the worst attitude uh, in the school. <laughs> Yeah, Some absolutely. reason Mrs. Titfuck is a real pill. She's, uh, <laughs> she's a real yeah, pain to deal with. I was thinking she's probably like really successful. She's probably like envoy to the UN or something. But she's and it, it's it's because she's been made made fun of for some reason. She's mm-hmm. been made fun of about her name her whole I mean, life, just and that's just like she marries a guy that. named Don Hitler, and they just want to live a normal <laughs> quiet life. <laughs> so it's. Tammy Buttfuck Hitler Titfuck. <laughs> Do you Don yeah. Kitty Diddler Hitler take Tammy? Don, Don is constantly flagged uh, by HR and is talking to them about like the content of his Outlook calendar, you know, the Titfuck reunion and Hitler reunion. Uh, uh, we've been through this before. I know... Yeah. You say your entire middle name is John Wayne Gacy. Really? That's your entire <laughs> middle name. Very surprising. One word. My parents were huge All fans. One word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so 
We're going to go into the challenge pit. Um, I, the first name was going to be Art Jimerson. It's a name I made up, but apparently Ben, <laughs> a couple episodes ago, was like trying to prove it. Jimerson? What the hell is that? I, I was I actually going to say, it's a guy who wears one big catcher's mitt on his right hand. <laughs> you know, it didn't work out. Okay. In the challenge pit, we have Corey and Ben. Corey versus Ben. Hooray. And mm. Grant, you will be judiciating over this. And keep in mind, Grant, you are allowed to ask clarifying questions. We'll 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 kind of mm. do this together. No one's really on the spot. We're all just trying to make Tammy Titfuck work here. So um but Grant, this is up to you. And the name for Corey and Ben is Todd the Rod. Todd the Rod. What do we know about Todd the Rod? How did he get the name? What does he do? He is a hot shot mechanic, and uh, he's working uh, working the hot rod circuit. And he's crashed one or two, and that's why he uh, does a little freelance mechanicing on the side, by which I mean steals cars. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the parts have to come from somewhere. They don't just fall out of the sky. The parts have to come from somewhere, okay? <laughs> they don't just materialize in my trunk. I think that Todd the Rod is a fisherman. Uh, mm-hmm. He is very popular. There's a lot of gear around him. Uh, despite that he has only a successful YouTube channel and not a real fishing show. And uh, ironically, uh, the name fits for a fisherman, but Todd catches catfish by hand by noodling. <laughs> uh, so he's got like uh, some kind of shit on his hands and he's reaching down in the river. You find where the lunkers are, Grant. If you know anything about noodling, you find the lunkers. I don't. And then you reach in the hole and you just grab them by the mouth. If you've ever seen anyone noodle for catfish. Uh, but he sells a lot of t-shirts. Uh, uh, yeehaw, get it, send it. A bunch of things like that that are, you know. <laughs> I like it. Um, now, is the nickname ironic because he's not using a rod? He's not sure what that means. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Can you please phrase your question in the form of an alcohol? <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to have to rule in favor of Ben because he knows where nicknames come from. Nowhere. They just happen <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. That's and they point. stick That's with you for life. <laughs> That's going on his gravestone. When he was nicknamed that, he wasn't even fishing yet. Yeah. I don't know if I fully agree, but any, I did hear this story when I was at Shoddy Palooza last year <laughs> about this. About <laughs> nickname sticking? Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Grant, new addition to the Coos Cave. I do expect this for Christmas, in time for Christmas. What was, God damn it. Yeehaw, send it, get it. Was that, was that, Ben's, was that Ben's noodle phrase? Yeah, I went one that says yeehaw, send, send it, get it. All three of them on the same. Uh, <laughs> yes. yes. We're, we're not doing three different uh, skews here. There's just one. <laughs> I want, it appears by the different temperature. I want it to be a catfish with a thought bubble that says yeehaw, send it, <laughs> no, get no, it. No, no. It's like a, the coos is like a catfish. Like its mouth open <laughs> oh, is where yeah. you put the fish mouth. Yeah. And we get the little yeah. like whiskers coming off of it. We'll see. I was under the under impression that Grant had ordered four thousand koozies at a discount, and that that's why we had well, to I make all of 8, our merch. Four thousand catfish koozies at a discount. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just hoping. 
Do you think you can you sell us there. 400 for a thousand of them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're almost 300 episodes in, and you're just now starting to like, break out the cat. We should have been making everything a catfish koozie. I've been waiting on this oh episode that you've been sitting on, Matt. Use your submission. If you guys have any great, hilarious phrases uh, that you want to come up with about that might you know fit David Duchovny with his mouth wide open, I'm, I would, I'm all ears. I'm all ears. <laughs> this is Fudgy the Whale and Cookie Puss. Uh, it's the same old, different color rubber. And, you, just uh, don't put the, you just don't put the whiskers on it, and it's, it's right there. It says, and it's there David Duchovny. Yeehaw, X-Files, send it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I really do want that. I want that on a. I would say it on a shirt. I want to storm out of a room after saying that. I believe I said yeehaw. (laughs) Get it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Ben wins uh, our first round. Our second of three names uh, in the challenge pit. We have Ben versus Grant. Mm. Corey. Uh oh. Please rise to the booth of judgment. Excuse me, I was told there would be a tit fuck pit. <laughs> I'm in a booth of judgment. God damn it. God damn it, man. Again, you've done this again. How many times? Look, when it finally pays off, it'll be worth it. It will have all been worth it. It's a, let me guess, a booth of judgment? Is this a booth of judgment? God damn yeah. it. I don't know why tit fuck Corey's pit. presiding over Ben and Grant's challenge to tell us about ZZ Zigmore. Now, is, are these initials or is, is his name ZZ? It's um, at this point you only heard it from an audio medium, and you can deter- interpret it however you like. Mm-hmm. ZZ Zigmore, come down to ZZ Zigmore. Come down to Zigmore's used cars. We're getting a loan, and a used car is ZZ as can be. <laughs> oh dear! Ben loses Sorry, automatically. Grant. I don't even have to do anything, and I win. <laughs> Bailey restrained that man. That was a win. I mean, I don't want to. In, I don't want to influence the judicial process here, Corey. Go ahead. No, and you, you shouldn't influence it. But I do want to let you know that I have spelled it a certain way in my head, and if you veer too far from it, you will automatically lose. I won't say which it is, though. Continue. <laughs> uh, Even a good idea. ZZ Zigmore's is a place that has half price apps. It's got trivia on Wednesday. It's got a bunch of crazy <laughs> crap on the walls. Uh, bring the family. It's got a menu as thick as the King James Bible. <laughs> Instead of talking through a kazoo, they have to talk through one of those woo, uh, whistles. Uh. <laughs> but they have a lot of fun. It's a fun environment. They advertise biggest menu in town. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm sorry. I was busy dropping stuff on my desk. Did I hear half price apps? Half <laughs> price apps. The apps are half price. <clears throat> Sustained. Nine ninety nine. Are you out of your mind? I don't even know what that means, <laughs> but I'm putting it out there. It can't hurt. I'm not trying to let my. I'm, I'm not letting this influence my judgment either way. But I would like an order of those uh, uh, mm-hmm. extreme Mexican cheesesteaks, cheesy fiesta zier- zingers. That's exactly it. And all by the way, in the menu, every S is replaced with the letter Z. It makes reading it very difficult. It's extremely challenging, <laughs> yeah. especially the kids' menu when they have enough trouble reading it anyway. Mm-hmm. All the S's are Z's. Spaghetti? Anyways. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, we had the good one, and then, Ben, what was yours? It says ZZ is one, two, three, or whatever he said. I yeah. can see ZZ Zigmore in my head. Ben, describe, a, describe your car salesman for me, and let's see if you're wrong. 
Uh, okay, ZZ Zigmore, he's wearing a loud suit, his socks are off, you know, he's playing a guitar, he's, uh, uh, he, <laughs> he's doing some yo-yo tricks while he's playing guitar, and every time he ends his commercial by reminding you that he has full-blown AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Getting it was easier than you might think. So please come and buy a car while I'm still around. I'd love to see you. I'd love to see your face. Okay, wow, that took a turn. <laughs> um, Which way? To, I didn't know it was going to get that sexy. Toward the pit, or am I back or back to the booth? I'm kind of lost in this labyrinth here. Mm. There's a booth a, in the pit, which makes that yeah. confusing. Exactly. I know, exactly. I know. I'll be in the one above the pit. Another um, <laughs> booth. God damn it, what is this? All right. AIDS car salesman or the thing that'll give you diarrhea. I got to go with the car salesman. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm sorry. Oh, those wow. diarrhea. Hey, Corey. ZZ Zigbor. It's easy as can be. <laughs> those, Grant, I'm sorry. Splatter but poop. Grant, those th- those Roman cheese sticks came out cold as shit. <laughs> of course they did. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> and I never even got a side of the Roman sauce. I don't know what flavor that is. So... <laughs> But we spelled it with a Z. It's Roman sauce. That's Roman a, that should be sauce. enough, Corey. In my day, that was enough. <laughs> Times have changed. It's not that ZZ anymore, is it? Wait, oh, wait how do you spell it? Yeah. How did Man-Man. I spell it? Initials or spelled out like a name? Spelled out like a name. Sorry, Grant wins. Oh, yeah, wow. mine's initials. Nope, well, I take I back. Know. It was initials. It was I, initials already the whole in the, I already put it in the book. I don't think I can Too take bad. it back. I win. Just, King James uh, Bible. Corey, I win. Corey might be in the booth, but I'm hovering above the booth on a. I should have done that. I'm sorry. I got. I got. I got tricked. There's a mezzanine level that I. <laughs> I'm you just guys don't know. Have access paid to. Extra, paid extra for and yeah. <laughs> mezzanine booth. We tried. So, uh, we tried. Okay. All right. The last ben of wins. the people round. This is now Corey versus Grant. Ben, you're not in the. Don't even fucking think for a second. You're coming up to the mezzanine, but you are in a upper tier viewing booth that allows you to look down upon Corey and Grant. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not sure if I'm in the right place. It appears I am on, I see a milk crate to stand on. This is the... <laughs> exactly. The, pretty sweet view up there, okay. huh? Okay. Uh, it's a pretty good top, view. Look it's at the tops of their heads. Yeah. Look at the tops pretty of pretty good view. I can see heads. the tops of your heads, yeah. yeah. Looking good. Corey and Grant, who is... Jimmy Capistrano. Jimmy Capistrano lives at uh, the uh, the famous monastery, and uh, uh, we see Jimmy Capistrano as the monks are are walking into their, their their morning prayers, and they're kind of marching in line. And who comes up with his leather jacket and his motorcycle? But it's Jimmy Capistrano, and he slides up next to the organ and hits it with his shoulder, and swing music starts playing. And the he's fo- played by the fox. Mm, mm-hmm. Jimmy Capistrano goes, Fonz Played by the Fonz. Played by the Fonz. Played by Henry Winkler. I like it. Inception Monk. Again, I like it. Henry Winkler? Okay. No, he's dead to us. There's he's a show the within a show. You could watch. It yep. was season four of Happy Days. <laughs> exactly. Just, Fonz went to Hollywood. You saw him jump the shark, but you don't know where he landed. Oh, where the hell did he land? All the way. Mm-hmm. Hey, what am I doing here in Italy? Uh, monk. Okay. Yep. I he got makes it. Yep. jokes yep. about women flocking. To Capistrano. There it is. Done. Nailed it. Win. Uh, Jimmy Capistrano is a guy that, I mean, he's kind of got like a pug face and like cauliflower ear and people look at him and they probably think like, he's one of those like, is he he with 
the mafia? Is that is that is that a thing or is that just in the movies? Uh, it turns out he just owns a sub shop. But people look at him and they're like, oh, my God, he should be in a scene with Ray Liotta or something. But he just owns a sub shop. Uh, although he does break people's thumbs if they, you know, don't have exact change. But that's Jimmy Capistrano. That's Jimmy Capistrano. Uh, J-Caps. And I like to think that he also will tell people that he doesn't give a crap Astrano. That uh, <laughs> uh, when it comes, to, you know, he'll say that in the back room of the sub shop. He doesn't want to offend mm. the customers. He's a nice yeah. guy. There was Mickey two times. There was Tommy Titfuck. There was Jimmy Capistrano. Mm-hmm. This is yep. a, as the, they all wink at the camera as as it goes by, right? But the the, the funny thing was, Capistrano was straight. He would have swore he was a made man. Um, nah. I'm going to give this to Corey because of the inception of that he thinks the Fonz is a real person or that it's inception. I, I don't know. I don't know which one it is. I'm going to reward his mental illness. And yeah. <laughs> I want to poke this and see where it goes. Yes. Yeah, it's a special thing. Let's see what happens. It's a rare orchid. I mean, he has yep. multiple times on this podcast suggested that Sherlock Holmes is a real person. So, I mean, this is... <laughs> Grant, Sherlock Holmes cannot play this role. Multiple classic Grant episodes have happened. The fun, he already gave it to the Fonz. The Fonz is perfect for this. Yeah. Right. Yep. Who but the Fonz? <laughs> yeah, okay. it's, a, it's a role he was born to play. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Those are some people. And we're going to uh, move on to places. I'm just going to do two of these. The places, of, in my mind, I'm thinking of like an establishment. Perhaps when I say place, though, if you think it's a country <laughs> somewhere on the map, it could be that as well. But it's the place. Tell us uh, anything about this place. What kind of? What do they do there? What's 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 going on? Uh, ben and Grant are in the Titbuck pit. Finally, and wait. This is great. You're here. <laughs> well, yeah, sorry. I start taking my pants off, and I'm like, "Well, try to just pull them apart <laughs> like, like a tortilla. It's not going to be you, like a. <laughs> this isn't going to work. We tried it three times. God damn it. Come on. We've tried this so many times. <laughs> what All right, never mind. I put my pants back. back up. No, right. Okay, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. <laughs> Corey's back in the booth, and our place is the Rat Hole. Ah, oh, the Rat Hole. Famed 1970s rock club in New York. Uh, all the punk bands played there. Um, and uh, why not? Uh, Lou Reed got to start there. The Rat Hole. Mm-hmm. I think the Rat Hole is an even more famous punk band, a more famous <laughs> like rock club, with even more famous mm-hmm. punk bands, like even more underground, and someone even more famous than Lou Reed got to start there. <laughs> I was gonna even more <laughs> Lou Reeds got their yes. start there. This is this is a I'm I'm trying to pull a, a general Betterworths here. Lewis Reed got his start there. Lewis Reed with right. an E at the end. Oh. And a mm. W at the beginning, too, because why not? It's more letters. Lewis Reed not? more. There you go. Uh, so this is for, I have to judge on which of these two guys got closer to the proper de- definition of the rat hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to have to judge for neither. The proper definition of the rat hole is it used to be a Chinese shop that now is a place where you go for prostitution. Hmm. <laughs> are are you you are taking into they were both y- wrong the, the power ben by was wrong and then Grant was you, you're super now saying wrong. <laughs> he's just saying I win, which is fair. I mean, a judge can say I win. 
Am I writer if I want to say it's what doctors, when they're alone together, secretly call your butthole? Hmm. If you, oh, it's closer. I'll have, uh, ben, ben sneaks it out. If I have to give it to one of them, uh, Ben wins with the original rat hole. And Grant, went, Grant, Grant gets an, <laughs> yeah, Grant gets an asterisk rat. for famous Ray's rat, uh, rat hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have, ironically, we have tattoos on our ass cheeks that point to our butthole. And mine says, the original butthole. And Grant says, the butthole <laughs> too. And it has a Roman numeral and an exclamation. But then some people think it's three. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone move one seat to the right. Uh, Corey and Grant, you're in the titfuck pit, and Ben's in the booth. Uh, in the booth. Corey and Grant, what is Southern Exposure? Uh, I can tell you it's the title of a Penny Arcade comic, but uh, what else is it? Hmm. Southern Exposure? I'm going to let Grant yes. go wrong so I can win. No, I'm just going to... I'll describe the Penny Arcade comic and you won't know anymore. Uh, Southern Exposure, uh, that is a place where, uh, people, people can go. It's like a, it's not like a nudist colony. It's, it's, uh, instead it's where you, uh, and there are several terms that have been proffered on this podcast alone of Winnie the Pooing, uh, shirt cocking. Oh, fuck. But, uh, you get the Southern Exposure when you have to reach all the way up to get, uh, the drinks. The bar is really high. It's seven feet high. You have to reach all yeah. the way up, and then you get the Southern Exposure. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, I was, uh... I'm gonna let Greg go first and steal my idea. It's pretty good. Well, I thought you were gonna be wrong, because I also thought it was shirt cocking and porky pigging. Um... <clears throat> Uh, no, no, uh, Southern, uh, Southern Exposure is, uh, that, uh, that health craze where everyone was trying to get a little, um, sunlight on your, uh, on your coin purse, uh, a <laughs> uh, mm. little, little, little taint burn, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, upside down yoga outside, if you know what I mean, sans pants, uh, it's, uh, it was a health mm-hmm. craze, it was, Gwyneth Paltrow's goop was, uh, selling you cream so you could, uh, spend up, upside down longer to do more Southern Exposure. It's the opposite of anal bleaching. So it's like, I, I love that. Like, I went to my doctor and he told me that my rat hole is actually a solar cell. Uh, <laughs> mm. Give it a little southern exposure. Yeah. So, Corey, you're too factual. Grant stole an idea from something else, but it's pretty funny. I uh, especially right. like that you have to reach up for it. So I have to give it to Grant. It's Didn't steal that part, so I win. Didn't know that. You comic. didn't steal that part about reaching up? No. All right. Well, you did something good, Grant. Grant is on the big board. Uh, you know what? This is turning out to be so popular that I might save some of these uh, for round two. Let's let's just skip to the grab bag. Okay, we've got two grab bags. Or well, let's last two. Let's do three grab bags, and that's gonna and that's how we'll wrap this up. So first grab bag. This could be anything. The person, place, thing, phrase. Some of these are phrases. Who say if it's a phrase, you know who's saying it, or you tell me. I I'm not here to tell you. I'm not even. I'm not even in the booth. I'm in the mezzanine. I already said that. I'm up in the mezzanine. <laughs> I don't know how this shit works. So, Corey and Ben are far below the mezzanine. Grant searched uh, is perched slightly above that on a milk crate. Excellent. This is a phrase. Fuck you, Gandhi. When might that have, uh, what was the scenario when that was uttered? Back alley sex. Back alley sex. Back alley sex with the prostitute who you're considering killing later. 
<laughs> if our last episode is anything to go it's your by. answer for everything. Right. Uh, that is what was said uh, when uh, Gandhi gave his friend a joke haircut uh, on a prank TV show that he did before he got famous. <laughs> this is like a... Uh, like a, a hidden camera kind of show, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it was kind of like Jackass. Oh, um, like Jackass. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, I believe it is always going to be the situation in which, I mean, I'm I'm always down for referencing uh, the Gandhi prequel of Punked that he that he had. A lot a lot of people bring that up. Not a lot of people do. They focus on the salt march and like when starving and whatever crappy did. I don't know something about Pakistan, but uh, I like to focus on his career as a proto Ashton Kutcher. So I'm going <laughs> to give it to Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Gandhi was defending his sex offender friends long before long Ashton Kutcher ever did it. Long before. Long mm. before sleeping with those young girls just to show that I didn't like it. All right, let's cut to the last one. Let's cut to the last one. Um, we, we've all got sex offender friends to be standing up for. We've got better things to do. Uh, I, got a lot, I got a lot of letters to write. Hey, man, how much longer are we going to do this? I got a lot of perverts to defend. <laughs> uh, ben is going to be passing the final judgment over oh. Corey and Grant. Suddenly this milk crate seems oh, higher. <laughs> I'm nervous. Phrase, place, thing... St. Loretta and the Greyhounds. St. Loretta and the Greyhounds. St. Loretta and the Greyhound is the new Fifty Shades of Grey. It's, uh, it's, the new, it's the new Walmart sex story that everyone is buying until, it's, uh, until our rivers are choked with uh, discarded paperbacks. Uh, let's just say uh, St. Loretta and the... Was it the Hound? Greyhounds. And the Greyhounds? The Greyhound. Let's just say yeah. the Greyhounds are a group of uh, rather well-endowed uh, gentlemen. Uh, who can go the distance, and uh, it gets right to it. it the it, the the first chapter it just says the group sex party one, and then um, there's no other chapters. <laughs> uh, yep. Saint Laurent and the Greyhound is a show that ran on CBS from 1963 to 1966. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it starred one of the ladies who played Gidget or something. And she uh, she used to be a nun, one of the but ladies. then one of, yeah, I don't know. But she used to be a nun, yeah. uh, but she lost her way. And then a greyhound with the spirit of Jesus the Christ inside it befriends her, and she, the greyhound <laughs> shows her the way. And every week she's got some kind of moral dilemma, and she has to go to the greyhound for advice. And you know, sometimes she doesn't want to do what the greyhound wants her to do, but eventually, you know, she sees the light. The Greyhound kind of licks her face and, you know, is is Jesus. I like that Grant is starting... Uh, or maybe it's an angel. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things. That there were many women who played Gidget, just like the Ultimate Warrior. There were a lot of oh, Ultimate yeah, Warriors. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of... <laughs> they kept dying over steroids. Well, you Gidget could tell... also... Yeah, the next Gidget, well, she wasn't nearly as jacked. I think the Fonz played Gidget once. <laughs> Fonz played Gidget <laughs> once. Yeah. But... I am going to have to award this to Corey, although not stated but implied that fans of Fifty Shades of Grey are greyhounds, and that is uh, so lame. Yeah. I fucking love it. So yeah, I have to have to go with that. I lose to that. 
You lose to something Corey implies <laughs> unintentionally. You lose to a joke I didn't try and make. Yeah. I lose to that. That's, I got some reevaluating to do. This is rough. <laughs> Uh, well, in a way, we all lose, don't we? Because uh, <laughs> we we started here with Tammy Titfuck, and we we end up with uh, we end up with that. I well, before before we sign off here, this was a game. It was a contest. There were legal pre- presidings happening, and even though the points were made up and none of it matters, let's just say. Corey and Grant, um, your nuts are are on a hospice, and uh, you might want to say <laughs> a end few of life care for my nuts. Words be- to them before <laughs> that is worrying. Before they're one nut in the grave and the other on a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> Should I be turned on by here? I don't know why that's that, that's turning me on. I saw a movie. Uh, yes, that Ben. Once. Ben is the champion of the titfuck pit. I still can't say it. God damn it, we made it the whole episode, and I still can't say it. Uh, congrats, Ben. You well, thanks. You, Thank you. You really squeezed in between there like no one thought <laughs> possible. There was a lot of friction, but you came out on top. So what did we learn here today, little Captain Travis? We do want you to email us. Um, maybe go ahead and get that home degree in topics before sending the next one. But once you do, <laughs> you can email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Well, if you want to see pictures of Corey sunning his taint, not for health, but for revenge, you can follow <laughs> us on Instagram. We're at freelegaladvicepodcast. And like Grant always says, uh, for those X-File fans out there, we've got plenty of content of, on Twitter of David Duchovny saying Yahtzee boom, get it or whatever that <laughs> phrase was. It's, um, we all we're remember on it. Twitter at free legal pod. We, we will all remember it. <laughs> we, all uh, said. we all heard him say you, that. And if you like the show and also want to compress your cold open sweepings into a topic, uh, then, uh, scrape up some of your ridiculous names like, uh, <laughs> Tit Wilkengarden, <laughs> Fanny Pussy Willow, or Scroot Balzenegger. <laughs> <laughs>Vinyl made a comeback, mm-hmm. right? Then cassette tapes uh, are actually popular. I saw a guy uh, like perusing enthusiastically a cassette tape thing at a um, flea market recently. I'm like, you got a cassette player, huh? Uh, me, I'm very bullish on microfiche. <laughs> and I foresee a near-term future where everyone has one of those giant things in their living room. <laughs> uh and friends bring over like the latest microfiche, mm-hmm. and you know you dial it up, and, and hopefully and they you... don't bring over microfilm. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> entirely different. different. Entirely different. I like that. And by the latest, it's like the the archive of 1968 of the Washington Post. Right. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's the latest one. You and friends, you know, can get get all of your. Uh, you, you can dial up and and just get the right um, granularity and clarity. You know, pulled up from that one uh, front page from the 1968 Washington Post. And of course, to make a better world, this will replace 
all social media. <laughs> like I'm not opposed to this happening. I would have been I would have been giving you more points in my head. I am keeping score. If microfiche <laughs> had replaced microfilm, that would have been ah. that's a world in which I call it a utopia. But um <laughs> To be honest, I, I dare not dream that high. To be honest, anything that replaces any all, all social media, I don't give a fuck what it is. It's going to be better than social media. <laughs> well, uh, I had to go on Facebook for work recently, and I was like, "What the fuck? People do this every day? Jesus!" I know. Uh, Turn internet over.